Oh, yeah. man. Okay, so now as this company begins to grow, I, first and foremost, we can't talk about every land transaction that you guys have done because there's, there's, there's quite a couple. Mm. But you have done some strategic land investments, for example, in Elementita. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, you can count how long Elementita is in terms of its land by a finite, uh, uh, God-given parcel, I mean, God-given feature. Mm. So it's not too much land on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I mean, we we. How did I discover Elementita? A friend of mine, Moav, mm. and Fadi, both purchased land uh, on the shores of Ele- Elementita in the early 2000s, I think, or uh, mid 2000s. And um, on the shores. On the shores, yeah, fronting, water fronting, especially Moav. I think when he took me there one or two of his beacons were underwater because <laughs> when he bought it the lake did not have as much water as it does today mm-hmm. and over time the water levels have swollen and reclaimed land mm-hmm. uh, and i mean i was blown away by the natural beauty of elementita it's it's only an hour 45 minute drive mm. from nairobi uh easy to get to it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. I mean, that's a premium. Talk about unique features. That's a sellable quality because mm. everyone wants something other people can't have. Uh, it's it's part of its value. Mm. Uh, it's it's home to over 400 bird species, many of which you can only see at Elementita. Yep. So it's a bird watcher's paradise. People travel from all over the world. A lot of Asians, for some reason, like to come bird watching at Elementita, uh, and Japanese. Uh, I mean, it has so much working for it. Now, with the dual carriaging of the Nakuru mm. Highway, it's even gonna be faster to get to. So, as as a, as a secondary weekend getaway location, it's a no-brainer. Uh, so we we set about looking for land ourselves, and unfortunately, everything on the waterfront. T- tends to be small in size mm. because as, as many people as possible had to share the waterfront. So we managed to get 6.7 or 6.85 acres uh, with 99 meters of water frontage mm. uh, at Elementata, right next to Servile or Serville Resort, which is next to Pelican mm. uh, uh, re- Resort. And, and we bought it from a gentleman who lives next door, uh, Mr. Mohoro, Laban Mohoro, uh, who graciously allowed us to purchase half of his land there. And uh, yeah, we are proud owners of land on the shores of Lake Elementata. And, and just out of, out of curiosity, is that land that you're planning on selling? Yes, so as with most of our deals, we pulled funds to acquire it with a, a, a group of private individuals. Mm-hmm who were hoping to share in the returns whenever we sold. Mm. We had actually thought we could master plan a, uh, uh, a residential resort compound uh, that we could partner with a homegrown brand like Hemingway's, mm. uh, you know, Hemingway's Elementita or, you know, Kempinski Elementita, where we would share revenues, they would license the brand, we would build and design according to their specifications. Yo. That hey. was the original plan, but uh, having those discussions has proven difficult, mm. especially in the current economic climate. Mm. So we agreed with the investors that uh, it's time, we've, we've held it long enough since 2014, 2015, 
let's let's uh, sell off the asset. We're master planning it as a residential compound, mm. uh, quarter acres, fully serviced, power, water, landscaping, accessibility, perimeter fence, uh, and we will sell to the designing investors who want to have a unique piece of Elementator. <laughs> I love it. Hello, I love it. Yeah, man. Okay, let's talk about two things. One, the the introduction of Goshen Digital. So Goshen acquisition went hugely digital, and also two, the partnership with Caroline Toko. I'll say that because that's it's publicly known that not only she an investor in terms of she has bought land from Goshen Acquisitions, which she has said uh, you now also have. Yeah, wh where does that relationship go to? So, so what did I ask first? <laughs> Sorry. Digital. Yes, digital. But also, in fact, let's start with this one. Apologies for all this mix-up. Why do you go out of your way to do things differently? I'll talk about the site visit. Mm. So, you did a site visit and you flew guys in. When I look at your beacons that are on the land, like, for example, in Karyonga, mm. they don't have to be like that. When I look at the beacons that are in, <laughs> in Buku, why does Goshen Acquisition go out of their way to do some of these things that they don't necessarily need to do and the land value would still be? Well, see, I think that's where we, we, we beg to differ. We believe they have to be done that way. Mm -hmm. So there's rhyme and reason for everything. It's not random because these are costly things. Obviously, as a business person, you want to minimize cost as much as you can. Mm. So why take on extra cost if it's not necessary? Mm. So, for instance, the issue of the beacons, we do, initially we started doing them as 12, uh, sorry, 10 inch diameter, uh, six foot tall, concrete steel reinforced beacons. How, how much deep? <laughs> yeah, it, it, we sink it in the ground three feet and it sits up out of the ground three feet. Uh, at the time, those ones weighed about 200, 250 kilos each. They are insane to try and move around <laughs> just because of the weight. But by virtue of that also, it's impossible for someone to steal them. Mm. And th that was informed by a site visit I once did on a piece of land I was scouting. And we hunted for that flat pancake-shaped beacon that is typically done mm. for two and a half hours in the bushes. And I swore to myself, I'm never wasting time doing that again. Mm. Uh, and that's when we designed the six foot tall beacons mm -hmm. because you can see them from a distance they're clearly numbered at the top it's quick it's efficient no one can steal them unless they're coming with a bulldozer <laughs> and if they do they deserve a beer for that <laughs> uh, or a soda yeah. uh, and it, it just means also from a practical perspective in the sense that most of our buyers are what are technically termed as absentee landowners, mm. meaning they own the land, but they do not live there or dwell there. Mm. Uh, it's important for us that our, our customers feel safe about their lands not being encroached on, mm -hmm. and that if they ever do come back on their own, they can easily identify their boundaries uh, independently. And those six foot tall beacons tend to ward off any uh, would-be encroachers mm. because encroachment and and uh, and and um, squatter situations generally happen 
not intentionally. Yes, there's, there's malicious situations, but a lot of times people assume the boundary is where it's not because it wasn't clearly demarcated. Mm. And by the time you're coming to fix that, they've built something, it becomes a war, messy situation to try and fix. So having those things sticking up of the, out of the ground is an obvious indication that someone owns this space mm. and it avoids a lot of issues. Uh, we have a customer who visited their site in Nanuki on Sunday. They, they bought the land in 2016. They haven't been there since and they were able to find the land. Uh, yeah, yeah. To me, that's a, that's, that's a you know, pat on the back that mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. beacons did their job because if you're not there, there's not, no need to fence necessarily. Yep. If you're not ready to take on the expense of fencing, those beacons do the job. Okay. So, Lo, yeah. I've just gotten a very brilliant idea. I want us to end the interview here. Mm. First of all, I've looked at the time. We've been talking. It's dark right now out there just yeah. for you to know. And this conversation still, honestly speaking, I don't want to rush it. There's too much value. We've just started this. I don't want to rush this conversation. We've got probably another six hours left worth of conversation. But I want to challenge you. Let's continue this interview on site. Let's continue this interview in a place where people can literally begin to see the story. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm game. Are, are you game? Yeah. You know, because I, I, I don't want us to just rush That's and continue easy, this story for, for the sake. How about we take part two of this conversation to a piece of land, have it out there, you know, in a way that is more visually appealing. <laughs> Anytime. To, to, the, to the people. This conversation, as I told you, it, you thought it was going to be just a loose uh, two yeah, hours. Yeah, it's, it's taken long. There is still so much that we need to talk about. Your partnerships with Saudi Soul. We need to talk about um, the impact that your your land and buying has on the diaspora. Because part of your biggest customers who buy land from you is the diaspora. How on earth did you manage to tap into this? We've got to talk about the digital presence of Goshen Acquisitions. When it comes to social media, what you guys have done as a business to to just empower Kenyans and to market your business from a digital perspective. Uh, you've literally just come from a Saudi Soul concert and this is the guys who are sponsors with you. Just Ivy. I'm going to throw that in so that guys can even go to her YouTube channel. Uh, there are a few other influencers. I don't want to mention them just because <laughs> I ain't sure how far they are. But I yeah, feel like this partners, yeah, yeah, I feel like this conversation <coughs> still has so much little meats that we're going to get into um so i don't want us to just end the conversation right now because of time i want us to keep it at the pace that it is if you've got any questions for solomon wangwe go into the comment section ask your question because we are definitely going to con continue this conversation if you're in the diaspora go to www.goshenacquisitions.com dot com it's yeah. been scrolling throughout uh this whole interview uh check out the collaboration that he that goshen acquisition has done with saudi soul yes goshen acquisition and saudi soul actually have a song hopefully by the time this is coming up it's more than just a song <laughs> but yeah you into that yes but there's so <clears throat> much more in-depth into this conversation as a way for me to tell you thank you solomon uh first and foremost a big thank you to sarova for 
just the amazing hospitality that they've given us today. Ah, indeed, yeah. Uh, this room is amazing. The food and the meals that we've had have been absolutely amazing. And so now I've got a little something special for you. Uh-huh. I've actually got a gift for you. You don't just come to city and leave. I know you like receiving. Uh-huh. So Sarova every single Sunday have an amazing brunch. It's called we call it the bottomless. Okay, this I I call it the bottomless, but uh-huh. basically it's unlimited food, unlimited bubbly. By that I mean some drinks mm-hmm. and just an amazing music and conversation so not just for you but you and Aika you can come because she's been amazing in this journey so i'm yeah, going to give you man, the 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 complimentary definitely courtesy of Sarova but this is a part one of this conversation agreed agreed yeah. we're going to continue it and we're not continuing at Sarova <laughs> anytime man <laughs> you're saying we what? can stop at Sarova yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sleep in one of the different Sarova branches sure but uh for me i just want to say a big thank you for the value that you've given us today anytime uh, you never really know people until you take time to know people and true i've true. got to know you a little bit better today i appreciate it can man. you give your part one part in short you're coming back what <laughs> parting short i'm not sure uh, for part one what i can say except that first of all i'm honored to be sitting here uh, to be an esteemed alumni of the cta fraternity <laughs> Uh, like I said, I'm not sure I qualify to be here, so I'm grateful. Thank you, man. And uh, just the opportunity to share the story. Hopefully, it inspires someone to pursue their dream and keep pushing if they're already pursuing it. And uh, and for all our brothers and sisters in the diaspora, we we feel you. We we understand where you're coming from, and uh, we're happy to support your your engagement back home whichever way makes sense for you and uh stay tuned for part two yep and and to take us out here is a collaborative song a snippet of the collaborative song between goshen acquisitions and saudi soul for the full song either go to you can go to the goshen acquisition youtube channel actually in fact go to the goshen acquisition youtube channel the amount of value that you're going to get there is immense part two coming up after this Go forth and multiply All your dreams and fantasies, yeah Go over the ocean, it's ocean When will you realize? Open your eyes, yeah Over the ocean, ocean Bamba ulikuwa wapi Walipogawa Kenya kama mkate ulikuwa wapi Walipogawa Nairobi ka ugali situkanywa maji Walipotangaza mashamba na tukajipata kichakani Oh ulikuwa wapi yeah Bila kitu na sitoki bila kitu mwanangu azaliwe na kakitu usitoke bila kitu aye kila siku naishi kama sina kitu mishowe miniwe na kakitu akusitoke bila kitu i wanna be my home with you i'm falling on my hope in you and i could be anywhere in the world but home is where i'm with you I wanna be alone with you I'm pulling on my own
Masiku za masika